Welcome to the Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant, where we discuss energy in relation to the universal laws, human design, ancient mythology, and whatever else is going on in my life energetically. I'm your host, Christy Sturdivant, and you can find full show notes at www.christysturdivant.com. Thanks for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for stopping by and giving us a listen. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so, so much for coming back. I am grateful for every single one of you that found me in 2023. And Happy New Year because we are now into 2024 and it's very exciting. And today I want to talk about the law of rhythm and New Year's. Specifically, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and New Year's in general, uh, energy and resolutions and super fun stuff like that. So I have had a fantastic 2023. And that last week of December, I really, I went back and I took, took note of all of the things that happened in 2023 and I reflected on it and you know, I did all the normal things that one does at the end of the year before January 1st arrives and made made some lists of things I thought I might want to accomplish and, you know, my word for the year and kind of just all of these things and taking stock and taking notes. But for some reason this year, it just didn't really get me as excited as it normally does. Normally, I'm one of those people who is all about setting goals and planning and looking forward to try to accomplish things. This is very much a generator energy to me, but I've decided to pull back this year because one of the things that I do at the beginning of the calendar year is I pull a card Um, from one of my oracle decks and I cast my runes out just to kind of see what the energy is coming in towards me and I kind of want to see what what I have to look forward to in the next year. Now prior to January 1st I had been getting all kinds of synchronicities from the universe talking about seasons and falling into rhythm and being in tune with the natural flow of nature and seasons and cycles. I had been studying uh, gods and goddesses of the moons. And, and so I was really in this space of deep contemplation and gratitude and, you know, not really wanting to do much of anything because let's face it, this is Capricorn season. And I was right in the thick of it. I think in the last couple of years, I have been more in tune with the season of Capricorn than any other, because this past year, especially as soon as it came, I was, I was over, I was over the holiday season. I had a holiday party for my kids on, gosh, I think around the 13th or 14th of December and I was gearing up for it and I was super super excited for it and then a couple days afterward I was like done because we had just shifted from Sagittarius to Capricorn and I was over it and I had to you know really like take a step back and take it easy as we were approaching 
the Christmas season and then even New Year. And so normally I would do that whole exciting thing for Christmas. I would gear myself up. I would exhaust myself. I would take that week off between Christmas and New Year to kind of reset and gear myself up for January where I would set a bunch of resolutions or goals or decide I was going to tackle some new habits. But this year I thought, you know what? No. Why am I doing this? This is not right and this is not in the tune of nature. And since I had been getting all of these signs about following the seasons and following the rhythms, I kind of really took a step back and decided to rearrange things. And one of the things that I had been thinking about doing for quite some time was following the wheel of the year or the seasonal wheel or the magical year, whatever you want to call it, where you kind of follow the seasons as they did in the pagan days and celebrate or at least acknowledge all eight of the seasons. So the next one that is coming up is in bulk. And so I thought, you know, this is the year I'm going to do it because I'm really feeling that I don't want to get pulled into the collective energy of setting goals and starting habits on January 1st. And uh, here's your resolutions because we all know that resolutions tend to peter out by the end of January because honestly, we're just not, that's not flowing with the season. We're still in this wintry season. If you're in the Northern hemisphere, we're in this season of going inside and reflecting and contemplating and just kind of settling in after uh, the winter solstice or Yule. And so I thought this year I am going to follow the seasonal will. I have a friend who I have been having a lot of chats with and her and her family have been doing this for many, many years. They have this really great tradition uh, for Yule where they invite their family over and then they choose a film series that they are going to watch all of them over the night and they light this fire this sacred fire in their fireplace and they let it burn all night on yule as a symbolic gesture of welcoming in the sun and then staving off the winter and everything and so they have to make sure that they like keep this fire lit all night long and so they all stay up and they celebrate and they they watch movies and chat and it's just this really nice community thing and I thought you know I this is something that I would like to explore myself and this was the perfect year for it because um, I was feeling it I was getting signs from the universe my runes were telling me I got like several runes in my cast uh, saying that everything is cyclical in nature and you need to follow the seasons and you know, this is how you're going to stay grounded and more in tune and be able to get even deeper into your gratitude, which is one of my my biggest vibrations that I want so is gratitude and love and delightfulness and all that good stuff and ease. And so seasonal year. 
And so I busted out this book that I bought a couple of years ago called The Magical Year by Danu Forrest. And it's this really great book, and it goes through all all around the year, starting with Imbolc and talking about all of the things that it is traditional to do to ring in these seasons and honor them. And it has recipes, it has crafts, it has uh, rituals you could do and the symbolism and the mythology and stories behind everything. And it's a really great book. And I got it several years ago. And I had had every intention of starting this a couple of years ago. But one of the reasons I didn't was as I've come to realize, I I love all I love all of the gods and goddesses and deities and energy, like ancient energy from every culture. Like one of my favorite things to do is to read about mythology, reads about gods and goddesses. I love reading about mythological monsters and creatures. I love all of that ancient stuff, and I think it's absolutely fantastic. But as with everyone, I tend to resonate with some pantheons a little bit more than others. And one of the ones that I think is fascinating to learn about and understand, but I don't quite fully resonate with is the Celtic pagan um, deities, gods and goddesses and everything. I think they're great and I think they're fascinating and I have definitely meditated with them and on them and you know, felt their energy and everything, but it's not as strong as some of the other ones. And so I had a hard time getting into this book, The Magical Year, because it is, it follows a a Celtic pathway with Druids and um, you have Bridget and the Green Man. And I think it is fascinating, but I thought, you know, (laughs) There's no rules on anything, so I think I'm just going to go through and I'm going to come up with my own rituals and decide what I want to do myself. So that is what I'm going to do this year. Now, I will celebrate in bulk, but it is also considered like the beginning of spring and it has a lot of really nice things that you can bring into your home and do rituals and stuff that can uh, honor honor this changing of the seasons. And since I am so into the universal laws, I feel one of the laws that I have had a difficult time with, maybe not a difficult time with, but I've, I've uh, resisted the flow with the law of rhythm, probably more so than any of the other laws, just because I, there are so many different rhythms to choose from that I get kind of sidetracked. This is because of my triple split definition in my human designs. I just have a little bit of FOMO sometimes. I think I've talked about that. And that is something that I, I can feel coming in. And if I don't stay very grounded, it can very much distract me. And so I've thought about following the cycles of the moon and I have done that. And then I've thought about following the cycles of the seasons and I have not really stuck with that. And then I have a lot of other cycles around me, right? Like one's society and everything. And so (laughs) I have a hard time staying grounded. But this year I am set on following the cycles of the seasons 
at least to some degree, but I have to do it in my own way. Otherwise, it's never going to stick. And I know this about myself. And honestly, it just feels better anyway. And it doesn't really matter how you honor the seasons or how you welcome them in or anything you do. You just have to kind of acknowledge it and, you know, just try to tune your body into it. And so since I was feeling so out of whack at starting this kind of new calendar year on January 1st, not calendar year, just like 2024 cycle, it felt really off to start it on January 1st, when in actuality, you know, it sh- we should probably, as a society, be honoring it around February, like the first couple weeks of February, that's when the Chinese lunar year starts. And so that starts at the new moon in uh, the second new moon, I believe. It's like sometime in February. And then you have in bulk is the first couple weeks or no first couple days of February. And so that just feels better to me. It gives me a little bit more time to kind of kind of feel into the energy of 2024 and see actually what I want to do. I have a general idea of what energy I want to allow into my aura and what kind of energies I want to attract. But let's be real, just coming off the, you know, really intense holiday seasons and going through winter solstice and darkest day of the year, and then just like sitting there and like, basking in that gratitude of the holiday season and being with family and everything. I can't, I cannot be asked to go out and decide what I want my whole year to be like just a couple days after all of that stopped. So I'm taking the entire month of January and I'm going to contemplate and I'm going to see what, what cards I pull. I'm going to cast some runes and see like if there's any themes and everything. And I'm going to honor in bulk on February 1st or 2nd or somewhere around there because it doesn't really matter, right? As long as I hit it within that week and just honor it in my own way, that will feel really nice. And I will also, you know, honor the turning of the uh, lunar new year because it's going to be the year of the dragon, which awesome, so magical and abundant. If you look at numerology, 2024 is... Um, an eight number eight is all about abundance and prosperity and everything. And so it's a really good year. And so I don't want to rush deciding what I want to do. So I'm going to start thinking about that and pulling in the energy and deciding what I want to do around the first week of February. And if you are kind of feeling burnt out from the holidays and kind of want to do some new habits or new resolutions and everything, but feel are feeling a little bit guilty that you haven't done them just yet because oh my gosh it's already January 2nd or 3rd and I didn't do it on the 1st and so now the whole year is done no no take heart take note it is okay it is obviously any good any time to start new habits and bettering ourselves and everything but i think that honoring honoring this seasonal cycle and honoring the law of rhythm and beginning our new year in February. It just feels more relaxed. It just feels more chill. It just feels less rushed and less pressure to get everything done that we want to like immediately. 
So if you are interested in what I'm going to be doing for in bulk, well, stay tuned. I'm not doing much. I don't really, I don't really, I don't want to say celebrate. I guess I don't really celebrate a lot of things in a lot of ways. I am not one of those like people that like to throw parties or have parties. I just kind of like to keep it very low key. And so for in bulk, I am going to uh, clean my house. You know, I've heard some people who do that on December 30, 30th and 31st, they clean their whole house and get all their laundry done and clean out stuff and then like sweep all their stuff through the door um, at the end of the year so that January starts new. And I think that is fantastic that those people are so motivated, but that just sounds like the last thing that I want to do after coming off the holiday season. So I'm going to do that that last week of January. I'm going to go through, I'm going to declutter, I'm going to clean up my house really well, I'm going to set up a space, probably in my kitchen, because in bulk is a celebration of the hearth and home, and kind of, it kind of sets the stage for the rest of the year, for me anyway. If I have to say any deity that I kind of feel closest to and most connected to, it would be the Greek goddess Hestia, who is the goddess of the home and hearth and the eternal flames. And so I have a statue of her. I have a little altar for her in my kitchen. And so I'm going to light a candle and I'll probably clean up my house, light a candle, maybe make a little altar for Hestia in my kitchen. And then I will carry my candle around the house and bless my house. This is also very much in tune with what one does with Bridget. Um, they, people go out and they bless their home and they bring in dew from the um, first morning in February. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to light a candle. I'm going to honor Hestia. I will probably move the candle through my house and I will honor this springtime that is coming in and just really get my home in the energy that I want to move forward. That is what is important to me because right now at this point in my life, my family is my focus and I want to make sure that the energy that is inside of my home is the best that it can be at all times. And so it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be huge. I'm probably not going to do anything more than that. I'll just honor the day and I will light my candle and I will let it burn down. And um, that's it. As I was going through this book, uh, The Magical Year, a couple of years ago, there was like, there's a whole chapter to in bulk and it's very detailed and it's very nice and it's, you know, all kinds of really cool activities and everything. But I think I just shied away from it because my life is not really, um, it's conducive to bringing in more activities like that. But I'm going to be honest, it's not my favorite. I don't like to intentionally... Uh, make work for myself that doesn't feel super intuitive or in tune with my energy. And so I put it aside. But this year, I'm just going to keep it very low key. And I'm going to honor the seasons. And I'm just going to focus on my my house and home, I'll probably make a really nice meal for my family. And I will make sure that we uh, 
our extra, maybe do a couple of gratitude practices with my boys during the day before we do our family gratitude practice at night. And I'm just going to keep it low key. And that is when I am going to start my 2024 because that is what the universe has given me signs to do. And that to me is probably in for my my personal energy, that is going to be one of the easiest ways for me to flow with the law of rhythm so that I am not flowing against it. If you look at it in waves, um, I want my waves to match up with the law of rhythm. And it's not that my waves are not completely out of sync with that, but I just want them to sync up a little bit easier because when we're in flow with some kind of cycle, things just come easier, right? I know that we have been taught in a way to go against the flow. That's how you get ahead in life and, you know, go and be different. And I think that is fantastic. I think you should be your authentic self, whatever that may be. But we don't have to go against the flow because when we go against the our own rhythms, that's when we start attracting things that we don't necessarily want. So maybe this is not the rhythm that you want to flow with. Maybe you don't want to flow with the seasons of the year. Maybe you want to flow with the moon each month because you want a shorter cycle. Or maybe you want to Maybe you maybe it feels really good for you to flow with this new year energy, or maybe it feels good to flow with the astrological um, calendar and everything. But whatever you decide to do, find something that feels really good for you and flow with it. And if you're like me and you have not quite found that yet, then just pick one and stick with it for a couple of months if you can. But this, I think this for me, this is what I'm going to focus on because this year I want to really focus on listening, not just to people and being a good listener, but I want to be a good listener to myself and I want to be a good listener to the universe. And I've already kind of started bringing that in. I've already gotten a lot of signs from the universe. I've gotten a lot of synchronicities and I just feel like that's what I want more of. And so this is what I am going to try and flow with this year. So I hope you all have a fantastic January. I hope you had a good 2023 as well. And if you have stuck with me into this new year, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I have noticed lately that I have not been feeling super pulled (laughs) to do any kind of social media. In fact, I haven't been on Instagram or Facebook probably more than an hour in the last two or three weeks because it just, it doesn't feel right to me anymore. And this is something that I'm experimenting with myself. I feel that for me, it doesn't feel authentic for me to be posting on Instagram or Facebook all the time. It feels very much out of alignment with my energy and it feels distracting for me. And so right now I am just responding to what feels good. And right now what feels good is kind of putting my podcast out there and letting it go off and attract what it will. And I feel like in a lot of ways, this is historically not been the key to success 
but that's not really what I'm looking for here. Right now, I am in this place that I'm hoping that flowing more with the law of rhythm will help me with is I'm, I'm looking for my personal groove that feels good to me and that gives me more to respond to, but also gives me space for response. And social media doesn't really feel like I, I don't feel like I have any space on social media because there's just, there's too much for me to respond to. And so it feels like blah. And I just, I'm not, I'm not vibrating with it at this moment. So if you're looking for me on there and you're like, huh, she's really not active. That is why I don't feel like that is my time in place at this moment. I'll probably pop on when I feel like it, when the, you know, the energy moves me to do it, but I'm not on there consistently because right now what I want to focus on is my podcast and putting out what feels good and what I am responding to in any given moment. So if you have found me by chance, then thank you for giving me a listen and I hope that you come back and I hope that everyone has a fantastic January and I will catch you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. All show notes can be found at www.christysturdivant.com. That's www dot k-r-i-s-t-y-s-t-u-r-d-i-v-a-n-t dot com. You can find me on Instagram at universallaws.christysturdivant and on Facebook at universallawswithchristysturdivant. Until next time, flow with the energy, don't fight it.